Section 11 of the Meadow Sprite and Other Tales of Modern Germany. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The Meadow Sprite and Other Tales of Modern Germany. The Old Trunk by Richard von Volkmann. Translated by Gertrude R. Schottenfels. The trunk about which I am going to tell you belonged to an old man, who was accustomed to travel a great deal. It was not a handsome trunk. Quite the contrary, for it was covered with rough sealskin, and its corners were edged in iron. It was also strengthened with iron bands, much as a barrel is with hoops. It evidently had been made more with an eye to its serviceable qualities than to its beauty since its advent into the world the moths had made their way into its shaggy cover and its iron trimmings had become quite rusted it had also received many dents and scars in the course of its travels the baggage handlers saw at a glance that it could stand a great deal and they would knock it about with such careless violence and the wonder is how it ever managed to survive such rough treatment all this was not much calculated to improve its disposition you may be sure so in time it grew very ugly and would knock into and thump against everything within reach of its iron corners keep your distance it would say to the trunks it met in travelling when they complained of its ugliness i should think you could see how rough i am the man to whom it belonged was a queer person he lived in an elegant house which was most beautifully furnished when he was at home nothing would do but that the ugly old trunk must stand in his room directly under a beautiful gilt mirror where it was woefully out of place and when he was travelling the first thing he would do was to have the trunk brought up to his room it certainly must be filled with gold the people said it is so heavy and he never allows it out of his sight but they were entirely mistaken there was something in it to be sure but gold no indeed gold least of all when the old gentleman was alone in his room he would press a secret spring and up the lid would fly disclosing a magnificent red velvet chest trimmed with gold cord and lace it was a perfect beauty but if he thought he heard any one approaching the room bang would go the cover and it would be an ugly old trunk once more now one of the maid-servants employed by the old man had more than the usual share of curiosity and often wondered what was in the old trunk she was likewise very sly so one day she left her shoes outside and crept noiselessly into the room in her stocking feet and as luck would have it the trunk stood open she was quite close to it and when she beheld its red velvet and gold lace she quite forgot herself and cried good gracious how beautiful it is inside just then the trunk became conscious that someone was in the room bang went its lid and almost snapped her finger off for just at that particular moment she had been busily endeavouring to find out if the red cover was really velvet by feeling of it ouch she screamed in pain and fright what a nasty old thing you are no one dare meddle with you and ever after if anyone asked her about the old trunk which was so jealously guarded by its master and wished to know if perchance some treasure was concealed therein she would say there is nothing wonderful about the old trunk and still less inside everybody has his own little peculiarities especially those who are old and unmarried 
the old man has made an idol of the trunk that is all but she was very much mistaken for there was something peculiar about it after all every now and then the old gentleman would carefully lock and bolt the door then he would press the secret spring and the trunk would fly open next he would listen carefully to make sure no one was lurking outside as soon as he was sure that no one was peeking through the keyhole he would lift out the velvet chest and put it on the table then he would touch another hidden spring and the red velvet cover would fly open and what was inside you would never never guess for though perfectly true it seems almost incredible for no sooner was the lid opened than out sprang a graceful little fairy a real live fairy and a princess to boot she was as dainty and sweet as an apple blossom which had been kissed to rosy beauty by the sun she wore a white and pink silk gown and high-heeled pink shoes two long golden braids swept the hem of her gown and her eyes were as blue as the august skies there she sat perched on the edge of the chest swinging her dainty heels and telling the old man the most charming fairy tales one could ever imagine the old man would lean back in his chair and listen with all his might but one day when she finished relating a story she turned to him and said just think how many many beautiful stories i have told you i do believe however that they go in one ear and out of the other why don't you make some use of them why don't you write them down that's a good idea he agreed i can write them down to be sure but they will not sound half so charming as when told by you i will write them down if you wish me to but remember no one must know where they came from and least of all that i have you hidden in my old trunk otherwise people would flock here to see you and they would want to touch you with their clumsy fingers and i couldn't bear that besides the red velvet on your box would soon become very shabby no indeed no one must see me replied the dainty little fairy and yet how they would marvel could they only know what was in your old trunk and she laughed in glee hush said the old man someone is knocking at the door quick jump into your box then he hurriedly replaced the box in the trunk and closed its shabby lid and when the maid-servant for it was she again entered the room with her tray of tea-things for her master's supper the old trunk was standing as ugly and shabby as ever in its accustomed place under the mirror and no one ever knew of the existence of the dainty little fairy nor dreamed of how she charmed away the old man's lonely hours and made life beautiful for him but later on when these stories appeared in book form people did wonder how such a very commonplace old gentleman could have had such charming thoughts end of section eleven end of the meadow sprite and other tales of modern germany by richard von volkmann and rudolf baumbach translated by gertrude r schottenfels